This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Welcome, everybody, to Consignment Heroes. Uh, We're here at the Zoomerplex, and we're live. If you want to contact us, it's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. For one more time, yes, you're looking at me the wrong way. Say it slow. I'll read it again. 416-360-0740. And that's literally just to talk to us. You can talk to us about anything. Gold, silver, coins, banknotes, old toys, pottery, hockey cards, comic books, records, neat stuff, old cards, just anything that's collectible. And, you know, people collect anything, right? You collect everything. I love collecting stuff. But much to my wife's chagrin. But I want to start off today with a special. Everyone sees the snow out there, right? Yes, we have eyes. Okay. You know that I have, my driveway is approximately 90 feet long. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I live on a hill, so it's always snowing. And I ever mentioned that I had a snowblower? Okay. Mm-hmm. I also have a grandchild. And I went into the garage to look for my snowblower. And my wife says, well, you have a grand, uh, granddaughter right now, and they have to s- s- take the snow off their driveway, which is about eight feet by eight feet. You know your grandchild's like less than a year? I know. They can't shovel yet. No, no, I know. You, you That's had, what you're thinking of. Oh, well, what age can we start getting them shoveling? No, no, but he's six foot three, okay, and he needs a snowblower for a driveway that's eight foot by eight foot. And my driveway is 100 feet long, and it's a double-wide driveway, okay? And I'm out there with my wife saying, exercise is good for you. Exercise is good for you. If she says it one more time, she's going to be in trouble. But the reason I'm mentioning this is I want people to look out their windows, okay, and they'll sit there and say, "Would I? do I want to go out and shovel this snow, which is going to keep on snowing, and they're going to have to do it twice today, or do they want to listen to our show? Now, how is that a plug for our show? No, yeah. How, how are you going to plug your own show? You're already on the show. No, but I want them to keep on listening. I don't want these people to go out to the driveways. If you've got a choice between shoveling your driveway or listening to Paul and Bogart today, you should pick yeah, listening to Paul wanna, and Bogart. Yeah, but you want to sell people on going to your store, which oh, is yeah. at 10341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. 10,341. We have people going to 10,341. No 10, one called you saying, I'm going to 10,341. No, they're lost. They're saying, where are you guys? We're at 10,341 in Richmond Hill. Thank you very Okay, much. well, if you want to keep talking to this um, educated individual, you can reach us at 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 Thank you. That was the speed you're supposed to say this at. 
Pretend you're talking to me all the time. Talk kind of slow. And the th- you can literally call us about anything. We have a couple people on the line right now, but I just want to reiterate what we are going through. If Or if you have this, my dad would just like to hear it. He likes to hear stuff. He likes to hear himself talk about stuff. He likes to seem educated about stuff. Speaking of stuff, gold, silver, coins, banknotes, old toys, pottery, hockey cards, comic books, dishes, stereos, records, neat stuff, old cars, just anything, literally anything. If you're in your room or in your living room or wherever you are and you see something, you're like, you know what? I don't know the value of that, but that's really cool. I've had it for 50 years. I want to sell it to Paul. Or you just say, there's always, everything's got a value. And if that values, they'd rather have the thing than the money, or sometimes you'd rather have the money than the thing. Well, and I like to hear stories. I like to hear the stories that people have too. Yes, yes, okay. Okay, well, uh, speaking of stories, we're going to go to uh, Catherine in Brampton. Catherine, how are you doing? You're live on Consignment Heroes. I'm good. Is it snowing in Brampton? Yes, cold. <laughs> yeah, it is. How can we help you? Well, I'm just wondering about a tree. Uh, it, it would have been a, a dressing, you know, on an old-fashioned dressing room. Okay. See, on a, a, an old-fashioned dresser. Now, it's, is it made out of pottery? Eh? Hand-painted, made out of uh, china? Yeah. It's okay. Dalton. It says Dalton on the bottom? It's Dalton. It yep. was at, before... Before it became Royal Dalton. So it'll be in the 1890s, 1880s. Does it say England on it or no England? Yeah, it's got, I'll tell you exactly what it has on. On the, the back of the tree is like a crown. Okay. So with... And it has Dalton, Burslem, England. Okay, but there's no signature of an artist or anything like that. It's a nice thing painted. The letters on it, it is a C, is in Catherine. Okay. Three zero seven one. Okay, that'll just be the um, pages. A W. Okay, now. These trays like this, if you've got something, if it says England, that means it's after 1890, before 1921. So this, I'm just helping people when they're aging some of the stuff, when they want to know how old something is. If -hmm. it says made in England, it's after 1921 generally. Now, a a tray like this would be more valuable if there there would have been pottery pieces to put on it that would have been made by Dalton as well. As a set, there, there would be like a dresser jar, a hair receiver, um, a little uh, thing for rouge. Um, depending, if it's a complete set, sets like this sometimes sell for $150, $200. A tray by itself in today's market would go for $10, 20 $30. Cool. Unless it's done by, if it's done by a noted artist, like say Barlow, the Barlow Sisters, or a noted uh, Dalton artist, and it's hand-painted in a nice way, sometimes they'll go for more money. Everything comes down to, you've got the good part that is made by Dalton, but now we need to have it made by a certain artist, and it has to be in good condition. Thank you. So uh, thanks for the call, Catherine. We're now going to go to Tom in Ajax. Tom, how can I help you? Good morning. Um, I'm trying to find out if this is worth anything or not. The story is my father found it coming home from his part-time job after high school. I guess it would be in the 40s. Okay. in In the trash, and it's a telescope. Okay. 
Uh, I've been trying to get this thing valued, but no one seems to know anything about it. The okay. interesting thing about it is the it's made of brass with wood on it. Okay. The cap on the end covering the lens has some amazing uh, engraving on it. It's almost like cursive writing. Okay, okay. With the date 1868. Okay, that's not old in telescopes, but it's old compared to us. Um, is there a, besides the date, is there a maker's mark or is there a touch mark or a, uh, a little symbol on it? See, everything, when you're coming to value on older stuff, like it's just we're talking about the pottery, you need to have the date's important, but who made it? Because just like we have the difference between a Volkswagen and a Rolls Royce, you can have different makers and different values, okay? Okay. And people who want to collect are collecting a certain maker or they're collecting a certain style or they're collecting a certain time period. And they're going to want – if it has – if you can advertise, say, on eBay, if you were going to sell it that way or online, you want to say an 1868 telescope made by Wright and Brothers, someone out there is going to collect it and they're going to want that and willing to pay for it. But if you just put 1868 telescope on it, we think it's 1868 because someone wrote that on it. You're not going to get as much money for it, okay? okay. Now, getting a value, if you feel free. Now, you can send off a picture to me. If you can get a picture for the, the 1868 or any other marks, any marks on it, you can send that to my cell, which is 647-298-8989. And people are welcome to do this if you want to. If you, if you send it, I will get back to you. I don't get back to everyone right away because sometimes it takes me a to, some time to find out about it. But I always get back to the people who send me pictures on that phone. And I'm, I'll, if I don't know, I'll find, out, I'll find someone who does know. How's that for you? Oh, that's excellent. It's, How it's big that, is it anyway? Uh, it's about, oh, 13 inches long, I guess. And uh, the inscription on it is, from what I can make out, it's presented to an adjunct, A. Neville, by the non-commissioned officers of the number three company, 36th. Regiment. Okay, now, now, see, now, here's the story behind the item, which is always good. If you have a story behind it, now we've got something to research. Mm-hmm. Someone will be collecting those uh, that regiment. Someone will be collecting Canadian military. Someone will be collecting, uh, there's different things, and now you've got reasons for people to buy it. Okay. And if I'm going to buy something off people, I, I'm not, as much as my wife thinks I collect everything, I try and sell it again. And if I don't think I have a way of selling it, I have a hard time buying it. Didn't you say, like, the more people you can get, like, military one person, then, like, glass another person? Like, if you can cover a lot of different markets, it gets more value, right? Because it's more desirable. Yeah, if you've got cross collectors, say that you've got a stamp or just a stamp that's uh, military. People collect stamps collected. People collect military. And if it was signed by somebody, then people collect autographs collected. Like I had a stamp one signed by Gordy Drillon of the Maple Leafs. He was a really small signature on the stamp, but it wasn't sold as a stamp. It sold as an autograph. And this is what we want to do is if you're trying to get money for something, the more people who collect it, it's always the better. Okay. Okay. Hope I helped I'll, a bit uh, here. I'll... Send me off a picture. I might get back to you tomorrow or a little bit after, but anything that's made out of brass, anything that's military, I'm always interested in. Okay. okay? I've tried Googling you know, the, this particular regiment and company, but nothing comes up. So. Okay. Well, you know something? I have, better, I have some better research tools than you do. Let me see what I can do, okay? 
All right, Tom. Well, thanks for the call. So if anyone wants to reach us, we're at 416-360-0740. Again, that's 416-360-0740. We're live right now. The toll-free number is one 740 Okay, hang on a second. I also want to put one of our ads in. Last couple of weeks, people ask, people actually want to advertise on our show, okay? And it's we're going to plug somebody. But I plug someone. When I'm plugging someone, I'm plugging them because I use them. And everyone knows I'm at, we're, we have a booth out. In, we have two booths out in Southworks Antiques Market. And they actually wrote me an ad. So I'm going to see if I could. Do you want to read it or should I read it? Uh, you go ahead. Okay. I'd love to see you read that. If you place over 100 vendors under one antique group, group, all competing to give you the best deal, do you know what happens? Southworks Antiques happens. It's in Cambridge. It's 30,000 square feet of, of antiques, collectibles, uh, memorabilia, and just neat stuff that you have in your home. And the stuff in your home, you say, oh, that's worth that. And this is the stuff that, Paul, that we talk about every week. Now, there's over 100 vendors there. I'm not doing a good job of reading this. No, no, it's there good. Are, there are over 100 vendors there, and we've been there for 20 years, okay? And it's out in Cambridge on Grand Avenue. They've got lots of free parking. And it's really worth a trip out to Southworks. Well, not it's, in the snowstorm, but not, yeah, no, 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 any other day. Don't go out today. Go another day. But they're on Grand Avenue, and I guarantee that you have a good time. If you and your wife go out there, and you, you'll enjoy it. You'll have ideas for decorating if you're going to buy stuff, or you'll find out what stuff is, some stuff is worth. Because we don't care. We don't cover everything here. Okay, but Southworks Antiques Mall, see, I'm plugging it. Next week, we'll have a real ad for them, but this is how I did this week. Okay, but we're there. We've been there for 20 years, and I'm very happy. And if you do Doug and Laura, it's a family-run business, and everything's vetted. They just do a nice job. That's the best way to put it. And at 30,000 square feet, I think it's the largest antique mall in Canada. Do you have a number for the antique mall there? It is... The phone number is not on here. Well, we don't have a truth. It's 519-740-0110. And if you do call them, tell them you heard about it on the Zoomers, on Consignment Show on Zoomer Radio 740. Okay, so now we're We're basically, we're giving people a Rolodex of how to call us. Like, call us, call them. You know what, let's just give the numbers to talk to us right now. Okay. And then, you know, we can fill in that less information. So our number here right now to be live talk on the radio about any of your type of antiques, gold, silver, coins, banknotes, China, anything you think that has value, we'd love to hear about it. It's 416-360-0740, 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 And we're going to go to a quick break. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you. 
sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We are live right now down at the Zoomerplex in Toronto. Our number right now is 416-360-0740 to speak to me and my dad. I don't know how much you want to speak to my dad because he does most of the talking. He might listen to a couple things here and there. Uh, our toll-free number is one 740 You know, you can really talk to us about anything, you know, hockey cards, comic books, stereos, records, neat stuff, you know, cars. My dad doesn't know much about cars, but, you know, it's old. You put the word in front of, you put old in front of anything, he'll think he knows about it. Gold, silver, <laughs> coins, anything like that, we'd love to hear about it. Uh, I do know about stuff. If I don't know about it, I know someone who knows about it. How's that? <sighs> go ahead. Well, go don't me. look at me when you say that, because I only know a few things. But um, we're going to go to Kerry in Toronto. Kerry, how you doing? How are you? Not bad. How are you doing? Good, good. good. Um, I have some old uh, stamps in the 1900s from South America. I would like to know if they have some work. Yes. If they're, um, if they're early in South America, because uh, uh, it's not like it was a Canadian stamp. Did you say the pre-1900 or 1900? 1900s. It's, it's British Guyana. Yes. Okay. No, I would take a look at these for sure because... Now, being British Guiana, people who collect British stamps will collect it. They collect Commonwealth stamps from around the world. Mm -hmm. But um, this is a very uh, specialized area. I need my catalogs. If you bring them into our store, we have a gentleman who goes through them. Uh, He can tell you if there's a good stamps or bad or if they're just worth just handing down. But if if you're old around 1900 from South America, there's a good chance you have some good stamps. But even if they're used or unused, they still have value? Oh yeah, yeah, no. But no, there's because sometimes only use stamps. But you know, it's like uh, it's like winning the lottery. If you have enough stamps, one of them could be good. There's there are million dollar stamps. Like there are. You're telling me like an inch by an, an inch, inch stamp can yeah. be a million dollars. Do you buy lottery tickets, Bogart? Yes. Okay, it's what sixteen million to one uh-huh. that you get that you'll win a million dollars. Okay. Now out there, there are million dollar comics in people's basements. In and there are million dollar baseball cards. A Mickey Mantle 52 Mantle recently sold for one million dollars, and they were mainly distributed in Canada. A Batman, sorry, not Batman, um, an action number one sold for a million dollars, and it wasn't even in perfect shape. I'm willing to bet there are in Canada, there's 10 million households, there's going to be five or ten of those million dollar comics in people's basements right now. There is probably 40 or 50 of those Mickey Mantle cards in Toronto. People just have to go downstairs and look at it, go to their basement. It might be something that's put away. Their grandfather gave it to them. There are sets of cards from 1890s worth half a million dollars. So okay. if you have any of those or you even have a basement, just go <laughs> down those stairs, look around, something no, but probably I'm, has value. People think nothing of going out and buying a lottery ticket and the million dollars can be sitting in their basement. So you can literally open the door, go down the stairs, there'll be a million bucks sitting right there. It could be there. Could be. Well, I'm going to my basement every single day of my life. Thanks for the call, Carrie. We are going to go to Marianne in Hamilton. 
Marianne, how can I help you? Hi, I don't have a basement, but okay. I, have, I have three toys here. Okay. I have um, a Star Wars um, impress, um, oh, bank. Okay, it's 12, oh. in, 12 inches high, and it's uh, Lucasfilms 1996. Okay. And every time you, you turn it on, the guy says, impressive, most impressive. <laughs> okay, that's just guy kind of cool. Yeah, now the best Star Wars to- to- toys are the ones from the 1977. Because oh. in 1977, they were one of the first merchandisers to come out, I mean, besides Disney. So you said you had the 96 one? 96. 96 is probably $20, $30, because by that time, they were right into the merchandising business. And that's if it's in really good shape, okay? Is it ceramic? No, it would be a plastic bank, right? Plastic, plastic. Yeah. The best Star Wars toys are from 77, because they didn't produce as very many, because they didn't know how it was going to go over. And no, no one thought the movie was going to go over. And, but by 1996, or by the time I think that was that's fourth or fifth movie, St- Lucasfilms and, uh, was all over the merchandising on this. And you couldn't go into a Walmart without having a whole row. If there was a new movie in Star Wars coming out, right. there's a whole aisle dedicated to it. Uh-huh. Now, the good thing about some of these bad, the Star Wars toys is they're toys. And people gave them to their kids, and the kids destroyed them. And that's what kids do to toys. And But it's the ones that are still around in mint shape, in good condition, that are worth money. And, like, some of the action figures from Star Wars in 77 are worth $2,000. Oh, my if God. If you have one new in the box package, um, a lot of them are worth that kind of money. And a lot of them are worth $100, $200 with no problem whatsoever. So the old toys are worth money. And you just got to, uh, especially if you have them in the packages, not just Star Wars, but old Disney toys. In fact, I think it's uh, – we were in the – the Zoomer... Um, well, Star Wars wasn't always Disney. No, it's never been Disney. No, it's Disney now. No, is it? Yeah. I didn't know you that. You didn't know that? Star Wars is Disney Everyone's now. Everyone's nodding at me. Yeah, Star Wars turned over to Disney. I'm learning something today. Did, did you know that they actually, everything that they had, like their Lego sets and everything like that, they took them off the shelves yeah. and then they rebranded them with Disney on it. That's how much money's in the toy business. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that. But I found that out. That was amazing. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go buy more Star Wars stuff. Not often you know something more than I do. No, I don't, but (laughs) this time I do. Who's Um, next? Anyways, I would love love to see that. you got to bring that in. I know it would be a little bit far, maybe $20, $30 just uh, to bring that toy, but I want to have that toy. (laughs) I might have to buy it online if that's the case. Big kid, you. No, no. No, no. She said you got a couple more toys, you said? I have a a duck on the bike, and it's eight inches um, tall, and it's metal, and it, um, when you uh, wind it up, the propeller on his head uh, circulates. Is it Disney? Who made it? Uh, it's, it's just a chilling collector series, and it's still in the box. Uh, do you know what year it's from? I don't have the year at all. But uh, does it I'd look old? It. Where would I find the year on it? Uh, I have to see the box. See, this is where someone just looking at the box and. Uh, oh. Um, it's got um, uh, this one here, a wind-up metal. It's got like a little thing on the top, a red duck, red jacket. Yes. Okay, they're worth anywhere between twenty-five and fifty dollars. Oh, really? Yep, yep. Oh. No, it just that's what they. Now I got to say this. This we we talk about stuff being appraised, and we talk about what someone's willing to give you for stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And that makes a difference. Some people want to say, well, in the Never Never plan, this is worth $65, but I want to sell it today, and today you can only get $20 for it. 
You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if you're selling it to a dealer. But they're worth about $25. If it's in good shape and still wind up, uh, people collect toys. Now, if you have the box, yes. um, the box will probably add another $20 to it. It's funny. The box is probably worth almost as much as the toy is. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, no. That happens in a lot of cases. So Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you very well, much. Thanks for the call, Marianne. We are now going to go to Nick in Hamilton. Nick, Nick, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. How can I help you, Nick? Is yeah, it snowing I, in Hamilton? You can help me. I'm supposed to go there later I, I, today. I, yeah, I got a bunch of silver coins, but I got a silver 50 cents piece from 1922. And I, I got that in 1962. Yeah, I got that in 1962. Is that okay. anything worth? Yeah, no, no. The, the early ones, if anything after 1990, it depends on the condition. Um, a 1921 50 cent piece. Recently sold for three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's Newfoundland. Yeah. Oh, yours is Newfoundland. Yes. Okay. Nineteen twenty-two. I, I haven't got the book in front of me. Probably about thirty. To, it depends on the condition. Between it's in good condition. Uh, well, good if it's yeah, near mint. Good can vary. It's from worth mi- about five hundred. Um, mm-hmm. I'd have to see the condition. Um, most of them they're worth. They're made out of sterling, so it's nine two five silver. Uh, even if it's in terrible condition, it's still going to be worth, uh, I don't know, it's going to be worth six, twelve, seven, about 6 $7 in silver in it, okay? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it depends on, if as a coin, as numismatic coin, um, I have to see the condition. This is where you have to bring them into the shop. Yeah. But, now, we yeah. will, though. Here's the other yeah. thing, good thing about dealing with a shop. In, in the summertime, I will come, and it's nice weather. Perfect. Yeah, that sounds like a better yeah, plan. But- but Traveling it, here is no good. But it is in good condition. Yeah. Now, do you have other silver coins or just that oh, yeah. one? I got other ones, too. Oh, yeah. br- bring them all in. Because right now, that's actually a good segue to what we, in our store, we pay right now for every dollar, like every 10 dimes, four quarters, two fifth cent pieces, or a dollar. Just you, in you didn't s- do nickels. Nickels aren't made out of silver. Um, oh. If you buy, we buy those right now at approximately $12 per dollar. So if you have $100 in face value, say you've uh, 10 rolls of quarters, we will pay $1,200. Now, I'm saying this particularly because there's this big company going around with full-page ads in the Toronto Star, and they go to hotels, and they won't even give their prices over the phone. They're trying to buy the same same thing I'm going to pay you, uh, $1,200. They're trying to buy off you for $500. And I know this because a friend of mine, not a friend, a Customer of our client of ours went in there. They offered him $3,200 for something. Then he said no. Then they gave him the hard sell and they said, We can go up to $4,200. He thought there was something fishy about it. He says, How come you didn't give me the best price in the first place? We end up paying $9,700. Oh my God. You have that much money? Yes, I do. <laughs> so we paid $9,700 for gold that someone going to one of those hotels. They were saying, oh, this is a lot of money. You got a lot of good stuff here. They said, oh, it's great. We're going to pay you $3,200. And then when they went to walk, they said, oh, we'll pay you $4,200. That's the best, best we can do. That's that like is... that, it's like the Oliver guy that says, oh, no, 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 I'll no, give you, you the that. top you a dollar. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying that guy rips you off. He's no, no, to... you don't. No, no. He's in business. But why, my point here is what you got to say is you got to get two quotes, Okay. You gotta always, if you're selling something, what's more important is not what they say, is you gotta get two quotes. 
And my personal advice is always to take, if someone offers you 4000 and someone offers you 9700 take the 97 because that's higher than 4200 That's some okay? great advice. No, no, but you only get to sell your stuff once. And a lot of people, I know. What if you have two of them? I got you. Okay. <laughs> if you've got, you generally only get to sell your stuff once. And I know it's hard for people. You know something? We're, we're in the business for buying and selling stuff. And I know we empathize with people that it is, someone's had something for 50 years. It's hard for them to let go with it. It really is. And, we, and we're actually discreet, and we try and we understand it's hard, and we try and give you the most money we can for it. And if someone offers more, please sell it to them. There's enough stuff in the world. I don't have to have everything. Go ahead. Now uh, what's next? You can okay, take well, I'm just going to tell the numbers one more time. Uh, 416-360-0740. I, they might want to call in 10 minutes. I don't know. 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 We are going to go to Don in Oshawa. Good afternoon. Sorry Don. for the wait. That's okay. Um, are you there? Yeah, yeah we're yeah. here. I think so. Okay, I have uh, three... Paragon cups and saucers, and okay. on the bottom of it, it says uh, Patriotic Series. Okay. During the War of Britain, 1941. And okay. One has Winston Churchill in it, and the other one has a ship and has a lot of writing around the outside, but I can't read it because I believe it's in German. And the other one um, has uh, says for victory on the inside as well, and it has a picture of a lion and a bee. I have those three cups and saucers. Like now. We talk every so often. I talk about cups and saucers making a resurgence right now. Um, the ones that are the Patriotic series, they're very collectible. They sometimes have writing inside them and different scenes and stuff. And this was done during the war and, you know, propagate, with propaganda in mind and keeping, seeing people go into their gift shop and they're trying to raise, you know, keep the money, uh, give, keep the money in England. They would buy the cups and saucers, support their local industries. But this series sells for probably $25 to $100. What, for each cup? Or? Each cup and sauce. If they're now, here are a couple things. Now, not, now the uh, Churchill one, that's, now, that's what they're trying to get. Now, what they sell, um, they're not, about $50, $60 they seem to sell. Each, right? Each. Each. Not just not fifty for the cup and fifty for the saucer, fifty for the pair. Oh, okay. Was now, there more what, than one or more than three? Or I have three. I don't know whether. Oh, there seems to be a lot of them. There's different scenes because okay. uh, there's ones with the three ships on it. There's ones with all England and yeah, during the war the they'd the be doing anything. Right here. Yeah, what they would do is the cups and saucers from Paragon that are worth a lot of the money are the ones that are uh, the floral ones, um, heavy gold on them. Um, and it's somewhat, I have to see them on those. But a couple of things, make sure it's in good shape. Just take a, a spoon, a metal spoon, and ding it lightly without, not too oh, much. Oh, you God, you're going to get people breaking their cups and saucers No, no, now. but this way you hear, feel there's a crack in it. That they way you know it's in perfect. good shape. Oh, he said they're perfect. Okay, if they're perfect, they'll probably sell between 100 and, uh, depending on how nice they are, probably, and they'll wear between 50 and $100. Okay. Should be no problem. It just keeps going up. So if we keep talking, it's going to go no, up. No, <laughs> no. But there's different scenes. Some would rather have uh, the the ship with the one with the three ships, and the other one has it might have a, a picture of a soldier on it. Uh, Churchill. People collect Churchill. Last time we watched that show, The Crown. 
It's actually interesting. Go ahead. All right. Well, Don, I hope we answer your question. Uh, we are going to go to the next caller, uh, Mary in Mississauga. Hello. Mary, how can I help you? Yes, I have a Patagon dinner set. Okay. Uh, for six. What's the pattern? Um, it's a burgundy color rim with gold. But there's no pattern. Paragon usually named them on the bomb. It's no yes, number. It's Holly Rood. Pardon? It's called Holly Rood. H O L Y R O O D. Okay. Does that one ring a bell? Yeah, no, Paragon made some nice stuff. Well, I'm saying we just had a Paragon caller. In fine letters, by appointment to HM, the Queen, China Potter's Paragon. Yeah. um, Stoke on Trust. Yeah, no, no, I know Paragon. They make nice stuff. Hollywood, I'm trying to think. Ah. There's a British crown on the back. Probably about $50 a place setting, $60. How much? Fifty, sixty, a place setting. She oh, said. I see. Not a lot because it, it's got gold around the rim, right? Yes, yes. And, and some it's, uh, burgundy in color. Yeah, the ones that are worth the most, even on China sets, are ones that were put out for, say, Eaton's carried it for fifteen years, the same yeah. pattern. Yeah. And so you Mine bought. Mine is about thirty-two years. Yeah. Thirty-one, thirty-two years. Yeah. What happens is the the sets that were around for a long time, like Indian Tree, Blue Willow. Uh, tree of cashmere ones they made for a number of years developed a following you know you bought it your mother bought it your grandmother bought it yeah and over the time it gets worn and uh, you have to replace it and that's what develops part of the market yeah mine is hardly used because i have other dinners that this was just uh, uh, in the cabinet you can give me a call during the week or at our store which is six four uh Nine oh five number 416-360-0740. Oh no, that, that's, that's this number here. Yeah, to, what's to, your store number? Do you have Do you have a pen? Yes, I do. Okay, you can. Uh, it's four one six. Uh huh. No, it's not. It's nine oh five. It's nine oh five. I was testing you. Four one six nine oh five. No, 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 no. Oh. We are not. Bogart and I are not seeing. It's a snow day for us. His mind is still shoveling snow at home. It yes. is our phone number is nine oh five. Yes. Seven three seven. Seven three seven. Four six five three. If you give me a call during the week, I'm okay. sure I can help you. How's What's that? Your name? Your name, please. My name is Paul. I'm Bogart. If you care to, man. Okay, Paul. Thank I'm, you. Nine oh five seven three seven four six five three. And anyone, that's anyone can call us there. Okay. Yeah, call us then. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for the call. We are now going to go to Bruce in Uxbridge. Hi. I've got um, an E.T. Burroughs company made in Portland, Maine. Um, I believe you call it a billiard table, Four Pockets. I actually sent you an email at the, the store oh. address, pictures of it. Did you get Did you get those? Yeah, I think I remember seeing I, I, I haven't gotten back you... to I'm trying to on a lot of them. We actually switched servers this week because we're so busy on there. Yeah, um, no pool tables are tough. Um it doesn't matter, like, what condition it is or a maker. Like, what gives it the value? Yeah, no, just... Because, um, like, aren't they usually in, like, arcades and stuff like that no, where no, people no. beat this, them this up? No, no, no. This is a home one. Is it with slate? Fully wood? It, it, what, it's yeah, how old is it? Top, so Pardon? It's the, the, I, I, don't, I doubt it's slate because it doesn't weigh very much. Oh, it's okay. Probably, um, like I said, I, I could forward them to your phone. Or, but it's four pockets. It's 
got brass um, cor- like plate corners and uh, the mesh pockets. I think it'd be more just an art piece on somebody's pool room or man cave or something. I don't think it's... Yeah, and that... I, I'm sure nobody collects them, but... No, no, this is more of a case of... Probably, no, no. You're going to get a lot of square footage to collect pool tables. Yeah. You don't no, necessarily this, hang this those things. Like, uh, four by... Or three by five or something. It's, when you bought it new, how much did you buy it for? Did you buy it Oh, new? I didn't. I got it... I've had it... From, got it from a neighbor when I was a kid. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, his inventory in, problem became your inventory problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's in 1900. Yeah, they don't um, – it's more of a just – it's a Kijiji item. If you get $100, $200, and you hope the guy comes with a big truck and you're not home when he comes to pick it up. <laughs> that's kind of how they – it's like a piano. Yeah. Um, uh, pianos, you can't um, – you can't sell them. Well, like know? I said, this doesn't weigh anything, though. Like I can pick it up myself. Okay, so you can bring it to the curb. Good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's where my wife wants it. But. Yeah. No, actually, yeah. No. Okay. I yeah, would I, I would put I, it on I Kijiji, always, take I a picture. I all these years just envisioning that I would hang on the wall if I ever had a, a pool table and uh, like a billiards room, if you will, but never did. But yeah. Just quickly, um, I don't need, I don't want to sell them, but my father used to collect knives. He's got a couple of bayonets. I was going to donate them to... Uh, local legion but they want to know a history if i brought them by the store would you be able to tell like yeah i have a military guy who can help me out with that um if i'm going to say this for people who donate stuff not just on this if you're going to donate it to a a legion probably will display them but make sure if you're donating to some institution that you first you'd like to get a tax receipt if you don't you don't but that they actually display them yeah that they just don't go into a basement and with a box marked bayonets Mm-hmm. And they sit there for the next 25 no, years. No, no. You said if things go in basements, they can turn into a million dollars. Sorry. Okay. So you got me basement's there. also a good thing. Yeah. No, no. But I'm just saying that – and donation. Like we hand, we deal with a number of charities that people donate to the charity. Then we buy it off the charity and we give them uh, money for it because they don't want to handle it. Like people give them records or they'll give them cards. At the end of the – they just they're moving to a smaller condo and they want to get rid of stuff and they don't they're not familiar with us here they give it to a charity and it still ends up with us and we work with charities that way and we give them a fair price on the records or different donations that they get but make sure you get a tax receipt and before Bogart goes to another call I have to do another plug sorry okay okay now I want a couple of weeks ago I'm going to read exactly how it's how it's written here this okay. time. Okay, watching Sam work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. I didn't write this. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. And you're having cabinets, custom kitchen cabinets, custom made by new generation is a lot like that because they make everything from scratch. So new generation is the company. Is the new generation out in uh, Guelph, Ontario. And I'll give you the number in a minute because they love what they do. And when you're dealing with new generation, you're dealing with a family organization, Sam and Nancy. And when you're talking to Sam, you're talking to the boss. And when you know what happens when you talk to the boss, you get stuff done. Okay? And Stan, Sam takes a lot of pride in his work. And I'm saying this because Sam is a good guy, and I've seen his work. It's perfect. So that's new generation. New said. generation. Kitchens and bathrooms in Guelph. It's 519. Another phone number. Yeah, get your Rolodex out. 519-836-8300. 
And you can go out to the factory. You can see Sam, see his factory where he works the stuff. They make everything from scratch. And in your home, you will be pleased. And like every people, every product, and everyone we plug in this show, I've dealt with them personally. And if you have a problem with them, please call me later. Okay? I wouldn't take that Onos, but... There you go. That's the next. That's Sam. No, that's Sam. He he does nice work. No, I I don't doubt it. Sam's a really nice guy. I met him too. Yeah. People who do nice work should be rewarded. They should be rewarded. Yeah, I do nice work. I don't get rewarded. But speaking of being rewarded, we're going to go to Anne in Toronto. Anne, thank you for that. She's been waiting waiting. for a while. Okay, Anne, how can we help you? Oh, hello. Hi. Hi. Sorry, I was just turning my radio down. Okay. Okay, I have a 1945 shilling. Okay. Um, my father gave me this in, uh, when I was leaving school at age 14. Mm-hmm. And uh, only one problem. It has a small hole in it because it was on a silver chain for a necklace. Yeah. Okay. Now, this a 45 is in 1946 in England, they switched from 50% silver to copper nickel. So oh. it has a silver value, but the silver value is only going to be around five, six dollars. Okay. Oh, really? So I'm thinking that your kids or someone else you know would have more enjoyment on this story right. and this shilling than selling it to me. Okay, okay? that's fine. Um, I was just but it's wondering. a nice. No, no. But just I'm just saying that, because, and tell them that exactly how you got it. No, but tell them that the hole is a bullet hole. No, <laughs> it'll <Sorry>. sound better. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Okay. Oh, one more thing. Yep. I have um, uh, an American silver dollar with yep. the Liberty Bell on it. Does that worth anything? No, that's probably 1973, 74 in that area. Uh-huh. They're made them in. Um, they're made out of copper nickel. Okay. Um, they're worth a dollar thirty-one oh. in Canadian. How's that? <laughs> we take. We we actually take a lot of American silver. If someone has a hundred, two hundred dollars in American silver, the bank won't give it. Take it from you. Yeah. At our store, we'll take and we give you 15% because we use it on the tolls down in the United States. And then we'll give it back to Trump because he needs it. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to the next caller, uh, Joan in Fergus. Hello. Joan, how can we help you? Um, I'd like to know if you could uh, give me an idea of how much a Heinzman piano would be. Uh, I know you said they're not selling. Yeah, that's the, um, they, they just weigh so much. And on, if you go on just... Hey, size doesn't always matter. Okay. On, <laughs> it's better to, uh, if you have a neighbor or someone who likes it or, or young kids or, um, this is something you want to donate if they'll take them. Uh, but the pianos out there, which was popular in the 1960s, they're just not popular now. And oh. they, if okay. they'll charge you to take it away. So if someone comes and will take it and... Not charge you to take it away. You're ahead of the game. Yeah, those are expensive to fix too. So the sheet music for the piano might be worth more than the piano. How's that? Okay. Well, if somebody did want it uh, and it needs tuning, and uh, but would a couple of hundred dollars be reasonable? Oh, that you were selling it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't know the exact piano, but I imagine it's, this is like an upright. Yeah, it's an upright grand, 1928 or 1929. Yeah. Um, they just don't, I, my experience has been not, if I see them in a room, I kind of gravitate to some other part of the house and I leave that to the last thing I value in the house. But um, if, uh, if I had somebody looking at it and they said, well, yeah, they'd like to have it, how much are you asking? 200. What would I say? 
I would say a couple of hundred, but you'd come and take it. Yep. Okay. And uh, um, yeah, it'll yeah. be two hundred dollars in transport costs. And especially if they do the tuning, don't fix it or anything like that. They take no. it as is, as yeah. found, and fill okay. your boots and get out of here. Thanks. Okay. okay. I have one other question. Yep. I have a Glenn Miller uh, Moonlight Serenade record. Glenn Miller. They're about three to five dollars. This is a Bluebird efficiency record. Oh, is it one of the picture discs? Electrically recorded. Yeah, just uh, Glenn Miller was, um, I'd have to look exactly that one, but the only ones out of that Glenn Miller, that series would be some of the picture discs, and people put them on their walls. Glenn Miller was well um, publicized, well printed at that time, and they're just not, if when people give me record collections, I want rock and, I take rock and roll, jazz, and blues. Okay. Perry Como, Glenn Miller, and the big band stuff. I will take it, but I don't account. I don't give any money for it. It just doesn't sell. Okay. All right, Sorry. Joan. Thanks Thank for the you. call. We are going to go to Gloria in Toronto. Hello. Hi, Gloria. How can we help you? I'm doing fine. How are you? Oh, we're fantastic, like always. Good. Nice show you have. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much. Okay. I have a spiritual by Paul Robertson. Say that again, sorry. Paul Robinson. No, I didn't hear what you had. A spiritual. It's, is that a record? Yes, yes it is. Oh. I, one of the first one that he recorded, the one that he recorded when he had to record it in the States um, via um, telephone to Canada here to have it um, recorded. They wouldn't allow him in the country. Okay, um... Is that not ringing a bell for you over there? No, I'm, um, it's, I guess it's, it's I, don't, I don't know who Paul Robertson is. I made it all the way to 151 and didn't get stumped until now. So you don't know who Paul Robertson is? I'm saying that like I know no, no, him. I don't know who private he is. private jazz, Paul, okay. Ah. It's a very, um, unique record because it has, um, a church and some tombstones and a picket fence and ghosts in the trees. And it's an LP. Yes, it is an album with about four records. It's um, a set of M610. That's the number on it. Okay, Robson. By the way, it looks here, I don't have good news for you. But right now online, they're selling for around $3, $4. So. No, it's a whole. Yeah. It's so, a big album with about. Um, Four records in it. You don't know those old ones? Yeah. And you're looking at what? I'm trying to. This is Paul Robertson. Robes, uh, okay. R-O-B-E-S-O-N. Yeah. Um, you should give me a, um, I would say, this I'll have to get my information Yeah, I think store. it would be a better idea if you take a look at it, because I think you think of something else. Robeson. I know Paul Robeson. No. Oh, you know Paul Robeson? Yeah. Well, it's just uh, jazz. Um. I like yeah, jazz. they I have here jazz. an LP sealed, Robeson, $6, $8, not a lot of money. No, 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 no. That's Paul, not... Okay, so Another... probably, very rare, Paul Robeson uh, um, Spirituals, and it's $100 for the set. And that's it. But maybe you can send me off a picture or to the site, and during the week I can find out what exactly. Okay. And I can, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I have cause... another one also. Um, Abraham Lincoln, The Lonesome Train. Mm-hmm. 
and one one record is missing also. It's a, it's That'll hurt that. If you can I'll send go. both those off to me during the week, I will be glad to help you. Okay, because I got an update on this Paul Robinson once from AM740 also. It's a long time ago, about yep. 12 years ago. And he said it was about three to $5,000. Okay, yeah, so, so guys, I'm wrong. You think it's something different then. I'm willing to look this up. So okay. give me a call during the week, and we'll have a nice I talk sure about will. it. Okay, okay, looking forward to hearing from you. Uh, thanks for the call. We are going to go Rob, Ron in Guelph. Well, I'm out here on the 401 in the wonderful snow, but I've got a, probably a collectible that I don't think you've ever had anybody ask you about. Is okay. it in the car with you right now? Uh, yeah, well, I'm by myself in the car on the 401. Oh, okay. okay. How can we help you? What do you got? All right. What I've got is a, I'm pretty sure it was 1977, the last time before Gilles Villeneuve died, the Canadian Grand Prix. Yep. It was a race car team sponsored by Penthouse Magazine. Okay. Uh, I tried to look in, up information. Uh, I have one of the banners that they hung in front of the team pit or above the team pit. Uh, when the race was finished, they said, yes, you can take it home. They only use this uh, banner, just for each, one of these banners for each event. That'd be a cool item. Now, now does it say Penthouse on it? Pardon? Does it say Penthouse sponsored, or what's it oh, say yeah. on it? No, it just says Penthouse Racing on it. So something like that, that'd be a cool item. Well, cool item doesn't necessarily mean dollars. What are we talking no, about no, dollars? No, 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 I'm here? trying to think right now, because I've never seen one like that. It's kind of like a one-of-a-kind but it's the type of thing you got to get the right customer for it. But Well, that's just it. I've got to find. How big is it? Oh, I'm going to guess probably seven feet long by about uh, four feet wide. It's something. You know something. Okay, here's its value and what someone will give you for it. That's something yeah. like that. I'd probably, probably pay about 150 I think it would sell for five hundred, six hundred dollars if uh, some you know what i you know we're almost on the same page because i i thought something this unique probably would be worth about 500 us yeah um but i'm going to have to uh, again um i'm going to have to find the right buyer for this thing uh, some formula one person probably in in europe or something hold on though no okay uh, give me a call during the week okay this week Someone offered me three 1974 Ducatis, okay, wow. my racing bikes, in absolute mint condition. Yikes. And um, there's a couple other car deals we're working on right now. Something like this would complement what I'm doing. Give me a call with it because I might be able to either help you sell it or yeah. come up with a better price. Um, I'm, I'm still a, don't know exactly what I'm going to do with the Ducatis yet, but I've got... Because we will, well, Bogart what do you mean? We can have a race. You got Ducatis and you got the banner. Okay. What more do you need? Yeah, you need people to buy. No, we're in the buying and selling business. But okay, you know something like that. I like I say, we'll buy and sell anything. If I can make money at it, I'm not looking to retire. But if I can make money on it, I will buy and sell anything. And that is something that I could buy and sell. That's a bad attitude to have, though, because you're like, no, 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 no. That might make you too much money. I, I can't, I can't retire no, off that. No, no, no. I'm saying that. I don't mind. Like that's why we try and encourage people to give us a call. Um, there's two things. There's, someone can appraise something. Someone just had someone appraise something at two thousand dollars, but what they're willing to give you for it. You know what I mean? Like they've got these um, 
these Royal Canadian Mint products. He's go you you see them guy selling them on TV, and they got the fingernails around. He says worth five hundred dollars, and it's only worth it's. It's a, this is a good investment. You ought to buy one of these right now. It's what they'll pay for it later on. If they can, you walk out the door and they. Uh, they, you paid the $500, and the next day you need to get money, and they won't even buy it off you. That's a bad investment. You got Something's only worth what someone's willing to pay you for it right then, okay? Mm-hmm. But what if something goes up in value, you, you know? Then no, no, pay- it can go up in value, but it's still what people are willing to sell it, okay? Oh, now, okay, I got I only got two minutes left. I got to plug oh, one more okay. plug. Oh, my. One more plug. Okay. I was planning to talk for two minutes. You can talk ahead. for two minutes, but I'm going to talk about Mississauga Cartons. And you know about this. You've gone there. They've got 1,200 different size boxes. I've been using these guys for years. And I know a lot of our clients out there listening are going to move or they have to package something up. And they've got – like, like you know how the your sisters busted that big screen? Uh-huh. If that had been in the proper kind of box, that wouldn't have busted. Okay? Don't remind me of my broken TV. I know. But like Mississauga Cartons are on Haynes Road. I've been using them for about 20 years, okay? Are they in Mississauga? They're in you, Mississauga. They're just Mississauga Cartons. They're Mississauga Cartons. They're on Cawthra and Haynes Road, okay? Because you're a little bit misleading with your store. You say Toronto Gold, Silver, and Coins, and you're in Richmond Hill. I know. So I, have, I question everything now. Okay, they're in Mississauga. They're on Haynes Road. I'm going to give you the phone number because we're going to talk about more about them next week because they have 1,200 different sizes of boxes, and they're... Nine zero five two seven six seven nine two nine. Say it okay. one more time. Nine zero five two seven six seven nine two nine. They're Mississauga Cartons. Okay, they've got all the sizes of boxes. You don't have to go to the liquor store and get all sorts of boxes. Don't fit stuff. Okay, they have boxes for records. They have boxes for TVs. They have boxes for everything you need for moving. And they've got. Guess what, Pokey? We're huh. out of time, but we can tell people come to our store. Oh, and we can us. wrap it up. Wrap it ah. up, Mississauga Card. That's not bad. Thanks Thank for joining you. us, everybody, for the calls we didn't get. Sorry. Thank you, Sebastian. Bye. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.